Welcome, my name is Abhi and welcome to the Cricketeers podcast. In this podcast, we'll just be talking cricket, analyze cricket and doing everything cricket. So let's get started. Okay guys, how's it going? Back to another episode of the Crick Report. You know, big things in this episode. The Asia Cup just finished. A crazy finish to that Asia Cup. Um, as an Indian fan, really happy, but a crazy finish still. Uh, and then after that, we have the World Cup coming up. The biggest spectacle in cricket in uh, four years. You know, all talk about that. All talk about the teams, uh, the balance. And uh, we'll go in-depth into that Asia Cup and Asia Cup final especially. I'm here with Jigs. How are you doing, Jigs? How are you? How are you, everyone? All good? Uh, Abby, nice to her. Nice to be back uh, after long. Uh, yes, uh, the Asia Cup was, uh, yeah, it was a hybrid model. And what we've seen here is uh, teams just getting to know their combinations and stuff like that. So, yeah, so it was a, it was a good spectacle to watch. Uh, just the rain, maybe if it, that stayed away, it would have been even better. Yeah, I think, so just getting into it then, what were your expectations of the Asia Cup and were those fulfilled? Because personally for me, I thought it would be a warm-up tournament for a lot of teams. But I think in the end, it turned out to be quite serious and a lot of teams took it very seriously to try to win the Asia Cup. Um, like, there wasn't too much experimenting with teams. People went in with the team. They tried to win, you know, not too many changes. Uh, and it's actually a lot more settled uh, than I thought it would be. Yeah, I think with the teams like we, Pakistan went in as a settled team, but they've come out as an unsettled team. India went with an unsettled uh, 11. Now you can see there's a bit of... So they've found their 11. So it's just a bit of like... It's just a wake-up call for the other teams as well. Like People were looking at India being too unsettled and they were a bit more worried. But it looks like it's fine. It's just clicking together and everything seems to be working. The, the thing I was surprised was about the one-sided affairs which India had. This is where I'm not really like convinced with the Asian teams apart from Pakistan gave them a shout, but I don't really think it looks like they'll be part of the top four looking at it. Yeah, but that's... The challenge they bring. Just taking... Uh line out of the great cricketer podcast if you've never seen it that's because india is the best team in the world and then when they lose against australia they're gonna be the worst team in the world <laughs> that's just how that's just how cricket and odi cricket especially in general is like even uh, if we just jump to the australia south africa series australia kind of demolished south africa in the t20s they won the first two odis you know neck and crop miles ahead you know, scoring 300 runs, 400 runs. And then South Africa won the next three games to win the the rest of the series. And people like Henrik Klassen are scoring 175, 100. Like, everybody's getting hundreds, everybody's getting runs, and South Africa wins the series. So, like, I don't know, with ODI cricket, I don't know what it is about ODIs. Anybody wins on any given day. Yeah, what I think what we want to see more is like close games. So we had one which was what uh, was the Afghanistan game against Sri Lanka, where there was a calculation error uh, <laughs> by the Afghanis, which is very very 
odd to hear in this day when they have statistics, <laughs> statisticians and people analyzing in the background. And there was another one which was, I think, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, that got close. But apart from that, like what what I'm looking at is is India have not had a close game. No, it'll be very interesting to see uh, when they play England and Australia, who look like the fairest. And South Africa, I'll probably would be the fourth team I would be looking at as well. Yeah, yeah. There. So let's just get into kind of the Asia Cup before we get into uh, the rest of things. Yeah, in the end, I think the tournament turned out in terms of ranking how we thought it would go. Uh, other than the fact that we thought Afghanistan would be above Bangladesh, but Bangladesh seemed to pull through um, and they managed to get Afghanistan out. But uh, in terms of the rest of the teams, actually, we thought Pakistan, well, I thought Pakistan was going to do a lot better as well, but Sri Lanka kind of used the home advantage and were able to defeat Pakistan. So, um, yeah, I think it was an interesting Asia Cup and it turned out to be very different um, than what I thought it would be. Like I said, I thought it was just going to be a, a tournament where people would decide and experiment with their teams, you know, give everybody practice. But it ended up being very serious um, and it ended up being very useful, I think, for teams like Sri Lanka, India, where uh, Sri Lanka now unearthed a new star, you know, Wellalage, he bowled well against India and Pakistan, batted well. Um, and India just settled down their team. KL Rahul scored, scored 100. Shubman Gill, they're getting runs um, and g- gave all the players a good run, you know, even Mohammed Siraj. We'll talk about that when we talk about the final. But um, all the players kind of were given more confidence and the team wasn't changed to experiment really uh, other than the Bangladesh game which was like a forfeit (laughs) because they already knew they were through but other than that the teams were really settled and uh, I think it was just a very serious tournament in general Um, yeah uh, no I I agree with you like uh, what India have done is at least what the tournament has done is They've answered a lot of questions with regards to India's top order. Who plays out of the three? Who do you go? You have to play two out of the three in the middle order. Is is it Kishan, Rahul, and Ayer? But I think now it's it looks like it's going to be uh, KL Rahul uh, and Ishan Kishan. Uh, and yeah. looking at that, I think it's a right call because you need that left-hander because the India don't have any left-hander in the top six. So I think that left-hander helps with strike rotation, spinners, tactically as well. So I think that's the major find for India. But we see Ishan Kishan is going to be batting down the order. Uh, That's kind of guaranteed. Uh, Rohit Sharma will be opening. Um, But actually, do you think there'll be some games where Ishan Kishan is kind of put into that opening position? Maybe Rohit Sharma comes later on. Do you think that would ever happen in the World Cup where they just tried it now against uh, Sri Lanka and these teams in the Asia Cup? What's your take on the I fact that they, he opens sometimes? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he is a natural opener, but I think the role they're looking at is him playing in the middle overs. Yeah. So I think they will not they will not tinker a lot because uh, India need everyone in form, everyone playing. That's why what they've done is 
for the Australia series have rested like Rohit Sharma for the first order, him and Kohli. Yeah. The, that will just, it's just to give them a bit of a, like a breathing space and a, the amount of cricket they've played, the IPL and everything. So I think that will not, they will not tinker during the World Cup because it's a yeah. home World Cup and they want to make sure they win this World Cup. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think in that sense. There's a lot of pressure on India. Yeah, obviously, unless minutes. injury... Yeah, and unless injury comes in, then then they'll have to tinker. Yeah, yeah. So, just looking at all the teams, I think uh, Sri Lanka is really settled and they their spinners really came into play throughout the whole Asia Cup. Um, it'll be interesting if they have that kind of same effect in India because in India, the wickets don't spin as much as they do in Sri Lanka. I think Sri Lankan wickets are more sticky. They spin more. Indian wickets are a lot flatter and slower with the spin. So though I think Sri Lanka did well in the Asia Cup, you know, they got some good, decent batting performance out of it. Asalanka did well. Um, who was the other uh, off-boner? Off Mendes. Um, uh, Dhananjaya De Silva, he did well Kalanjus, as well. Yeah. So they have some batsmen, but I think these are the batsmen that always tend to do okay throughout the tournament. You know, they're never consistent throughout the length of a tournament. Uh, we saw it in this tournament as well, because obviously in the final, when the when the time came to actually make some runs, um, no, nobody kind of stood up. So I think Sri Lanka still with their batting is in the same position. Um, they don't really have a batsman, but yeah, they got they found out that they can trust their spinners a little bit. Um, their pace bowlers, they were okay as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Sri Lanka really got the spinners, I guess, out of this tournament. But, again, I don't know how effective they'll be in India, and I suspect not as much. I think for Sri Lanka, it's going to be their top order. Their top, their top orders are susceptible to pace. So when you saw India bring on Bumrah and them, they, they they weren't able to play the moving ball. Yeah. So that's probably going to be the key. And I think, like you said, the pitches will be better. Like It will be more fast bowler conducive than just mm -hmm. spin solely. So I think mm -hmm. they'll have to work on that game. And they'll also need their captain to fire, who's at the moment just a captain who's not batting or bowling. Like He's yeah. just there as a captain. So you surely want your captain to first step up. Then exactly. everything goes. Otherwise, you can't you can't tell off the players as a captain yeah. if you're not performing. So I think that will be the two key factors. Exactly. There. And also, they're very inexperienced. That's another thing. So yeah. that plays a long way. So if you watch, if you look at India's top six, and if you total the amount of games they've played, they've almost played at least four or five times more game than more games than Sri Lanka's top order. So yeah, it, that yeah. makes a huge difference. Yeah, exactly. So that's what, uh, as much as people think that Sri Lanka will be kind of better in this tournament, I don't know. I'm not buying it personally. I think there's still a lot of questions for Sri Lanka. And uh, yeah, I don't know if they'll do as well as people think uh, they should do. Yeah, I think some of the overseas teams will surprise us. Uh, that's mm -hmm. what I think. Like, obviously, people are saying that the Asian teams, it's their, it's their World Cup, it's their home. But I think the overseas teams, like the the amount, the what we have seen is they play spin very well. Someone like a Klaassen, 
if we yeah. jump onto the South Africa, he plays spin very well. So, and also the brand of cricket, the three teams are playing, which is Australia, South Africa, and England. You can see like they're attacking from the top. Exactly. So they're not what Sri, what Sri Lanka did in that final is they were in a shell. They got themselves into a shell where they weren't looking to score and stuff. So I think India will get something different from the three other teams. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see that. Yeah. And I think similar with Pakistan, like Pakistan as well, they had some good games. They had some uh, kind of batsmen that did perform. Uh, you know, uh, Aga Salman performed in one game. There was uh, Babur performed in one game as well. Uh, so they did Iftikar. have batsmen they perform and Iftikhar made that 100 as well. But the, again, with them, it's like um, their main spinner, Shadab Khan, he didn't do too well. He got he wasn't hitting his lengths throughout the tournament. He wasn't as dangerous as he normally is. Um, right, their pacers, we thought they were going to blow everyone out of the water, but their pace bowling attack was hittable. You know, India scored lots of runs against their quicks. Um Whereas, like, even just compared to India's pace attack, which seemed way more potent, Pakistan's pace attack is always hailed as this great pace attack, but they weren't that effective either in many of the games they played. A lot of teams scored runs against them, uh, right? Their spinners were actually the ones that were more effective. So, yeah, what? And and further on to that, Pakistan's pacers got injured, you know? Nazim Shah injured, Harris Roff injured. So it's not a good tournament for Pakistan either in that sense. They, like you said, they went in with a settled team, came out with a completely unsettled team. Yeah, I think with Pakistan, those two faces are a huge, huge miss. Uh, I think Nasim Shah is ruled out, but I don't know about Haris Ruff, but even the guys who are coming in after, they don't have that much experience yeah. or playing or playing them. But they must have played a lot of T20 cricket. Mm-hmm. But again, wickets are different, situations are different. The quality of batting increases as you get into the international level. So again, yeah, that will. That's why I I don't. That fourth spot is very much open for me between Pakistan, New Zealand, and South Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how I'm looking at it. The spinners, I think they they'll need to support them a bit more because that's what they struggled with, and also the length at which they're bowling. So. Sometimes I feel Shain Shah, Afridi, he, he does get wickets, but he tends to bowl too full. Yeah. And that's where Roy Sharma was picking him off. So exactly. I think the lens, the, the, the bowling coach, I think it's Mone Mokal, I think just need to speak about the lens at which they bowl. I think that's <laughs> that's the key. More, Mone Mokal is the bowling coach and he's telling the, them to bowl yeah. that full. I don't even believe it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Morkel's natural length was like halfway down the pitch. Yeah, back of a length, <laughs> troubling the batters. So I think if you have someone like Harris Roff bowling at 150, yeah. if he bowls back of a length, it still works. It yeah. worked in Australia when he yeah. bowled in Melbourne. Exactly. In the well, T20 that's the thing. Yeah. In, even in India, the pitches are so slow that when you bowl full, it's easy to, to hit the... Or if you bowl short, you need to bowl the the hard length, right? What they call it. You know, yeah. hit the ball in, get it to kind of sit and be and, and not come onto the bat. Um, yeah, you can't be bowling full in India. You get whacked. And, yeah. and, and that's also, the big thing. I think, 
it's like yeah. throughout this tournament um these pitches are not necessarily reflective of how the indian pitches will be because pakistan is super flat and sri lanka tends to spin a lot yeah. more whereas indian wickets are kind of in the middle they spin but they're slow spin and there's a lot more carry for the quicks yeah and i think also i think the captaincy was a bit of an issue for pakistan the way babar azam could not kill the game in many games you'd think yeah like just knowing when to bring his fast bowlers knowing when to go for the kill mm-hmm. like in the first game he had india at four four down and he should have just carried on and just Uh, yeah. finish the game there yeah. he just let it slip india got 260 i know it got rained off but i don't i didn't see pakistan get those runs even if the game mm-hmm. went on because mm-hmm. they yeah. they just don't c- convince you like they had one good game against nepal like obviously but yeah. scoring big but that's all they've had exactly like their batting's never been their strength exactly yeah. exactly and and i guess then the last team and will include kind of the final discussion in this is India itself like turned out to be a great tournament for India they kind of settled KL Rahul in the middle order you know Kohli scored runs Rohit Sharma scored runs those guys are back in form Shubman Gill scored runs you know like everybody got to go everybody got a game and and one of the biggest things is Bumrah is back and Bumrah completely changes uh the balance of the side and he actually like the benefit with bumrah is like when you come on you just have confidence that he can control the game from the start i think that's his biggest strength uh he's actually a very smart cricketer um and yeah whenever bumrah gets the new ball you seem like okay something's probably going to happen here uh and the batsmen have to stay focused it's it's just the fear isn't it psychological fear like as an opening batter you have uh, if you're facing a bumrah rather yeah. than someone else like it's it's more of a mental like mentally you're not prepared you're mentally not prepared so on that side of things he does make a huge difference also the impact which he makes like he we gets wickets up front yeah but so it just even slows in everything in unorthodox down. ways is what i'm saying like i I yeah. think against Dhananjay De Silva he had a wicket he bowled like a slower ball and got him to oh, the chip one the ball popped up. yeah popped up yeah. like that's not a fast bowler's wicket but it was really early yeah, on in the game one. he completely bamboozled him it's like how a spinner thinks right and like Bumrah can get you a wicket even when the ball's not doing anything yeah now nah, he's he's a no brainer and also he didn't even bowl his full quarter of overs Yeah. So, so we <laughs> haven't really seen him at the death yet. So exactly. where he special where he specializes. So I think India have got that covered well. Um I just wanted to ask you regarding the their fifth bowler. Uh, they are playing they are going with the medium pacer in Shardul Thakur. Yeah. What do you think of that then? You you know I like Shardul Thakur. <laughs> yeah, he did he did get his wickets. So yeah. I'd have to give him his flowers. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's a good choice because he he's surprisingly quick, you know. If you look at his action but then you look at the speed gun, the rating that comes up, he bowls 135 to 140 and that's a good speed for your fifth bowler. You know, he comes in uh in the India Pakistan game, the ball he bowled to Rizwan, that was a peach. 
Like, yeah. that was a really good delivery. You hit him jumping. You hit him jumping. There. Yeah, exactly. So, I think it's a good pick. Um, and especially in India, Shadu Thakur's batting will be a big asset. Because he can hit the ball and hit it hard. You know? He doesn't take long to get in. Um, and we've seen it in test matches, even in the IPL. Like, he hits the ball pretty clean. So, I think that's a good option. And actually... One of the other things I'm really happy about is that Hardik Pandya is bowling yeah, and he's bowling well. Yeah. So, like, even if no Shardul Thakur, Hardik Pandya is very good at, at batting and he's bowling also, like, high 130s, you know, and swinging it both ways. So, even Thakur, they both swing it both ways. So, like, once you're done with the new ball bowlers, these guys are a good <laughs> backup set to come. Yeah, I think with Pandya, he's versatile. He can also bowl at the start of the innings as an opener, opening bowler. Like you could see the pace, even the, mm-hmm. the in swing he got was it Barbarazam? Oh, that was a beauty so, of a ball. Yeah, so I think with that, like that is good signs. Um, yeah, and he's he's been a cricketer. Like obviously he's a bit flamboyant, but when you look at the cricketer itself, out out, just leave the flamboyant side of it. You look at the cricketer, you've seen in current situations, he's always got them out of the. Oh, like you saw in the first ODI, if you look at the IPL, he's played some crucial knocks. Even I think was it in Australia, the World Cup T20. Yeah, he played that crucial role to get India to that total. So he's grown leaps and bounds as a cricketer, and he's probably he's, we are looking at the best all-round fast bowling all-rounders, and that's a rare commodity. Yeah, most of the teams don't have that, so he brings that X factor because he can bat in the top four as well, top six. And he can yeah. give you the 10 overs. So I think he's and a good banker there. Yeah, I rate Pandya. He's always been a good cricketer. Um, I remember uh, back in 2015 when he was just coming onto the scene. Um, he did really well uh, against Sri Lanka. You know, he scored like a really fast 100 when India went out there. A couple of years later, he took a 6 for in England. And that's when I thought like, oh, we potentially see like the next superstar of cricket in the making. So I thought he was at that level to be completely honest so he's not got to that potential of potentially being a superstar of cricket but he's always a very good cricketer um and yeah he likes the pressure pressure situations like you said even back in against bangladesh when dhoni ran out uh of the last ball that was pandya bowling that over you know he was just starting his career yeah the current situations yeah 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 so um, he's always been given the responsibility and he likes it and he takes it. So, Pandya is a really good asset as well for India. So, um, it's looking a good team from that standpoint. Um, and finally, uh, Shubman Gill is scoring runs and, and everyone is scoring runs. So, that's a good thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And not to forget the two other bowlers, Danwa, Siraj and... And Kuldeep Yadav, cool. which is, yeah. The, bo- the bowlers that did well, we're not even speaking about them. <laughs> yeah, the average, if you look at, it's about 12, and I think Kuldeep Yadav was about just around there as well, so. Yeah, well, Kuldeep Yadav, the... uh, lots of wickets. Uh, like, Kuldeep Yadav's bowling economy in this whole tournament has been 3.5, 3.61, uh, and his average was 11. 
So you can't really ask for too much more from your left arm spinner. He completely was bamboozling batsmen. You know, nobody could read him. And uh, he's always had that ability, but I think now he's bowling a little bit faster as well. And I guess this is what our podcast is kind of focused on, is the technical aspect. And so as a spin bowler personally as well, you always hear about, uh, especially in club cricket, for example, you know, flight the ball, bowl it slowly, get it above the batsman eye line. But the thing is, as batsmen get better and better, they don't really have a problem with how much the ball turns if it's slow because they're so quick at moving their feet, you know, getting back, getting forward. And if the ball is slow, they can just adjust to it really easily. And so what what happened with Kuldeep Yadav is he had to go back, you know, he went to the National Cricket Academy in India and all of these kind of things. And they worked on improving his action so that he could bowl a little bit quicker, but still, you know, uh, get the same amount of spin on the ball. And that's made him a lot more dangerous. Uh, back when he first came onto the scene, he used to bowl kind of, mid 70s to high 70 kilometers an hour 85. and now he's bowling he's 85 now yeah 85 you know a normal spin speed uh so still not the fastest but that 10k an hour in speed means that even if the batsmen read the googly out of the hand which most of them don't it's so good um they're not able to adjust to it off the wicket and they're not able to come down the track as easily and it means just that the batsman is always under pressure. They have to be a lot more focused. They can make a lot more mistakes. And you even saw it, for example, in Iftikhar's wicket uh, that Kuldeep Yadav got against Pakistan. Half tracker. And he hit it straight back to Kuldeep. But it wasn't that ball that resulted in that. It was because Kuldeep Yadav is able to consistently hit a length. And he's bowling quicker and spinning the ball both ways. That The batsman is so pressured and has focusing so hard that they're always looking for a release shot and they, they're they going to miss out, um, you know, because they're just focusing too hard. So that's a big advantage of Kuldeep uh, now that he's yeah. improved his speed in his bowling. Also, uh, as a coaching perspective, the length as well has been altered. So he was rather too full or looking to do quite a lot. So now he's just put it, just dropped the length back. And also, if you notice... In his action, he's more he's more straighter, like with the non-bowling arm. So if you, yeah, this is what they were speaking on analysis. It makes a huge difference there. So instead of going wide arm uh, or yeah. round arm, he's tried. He's got a bit more like straighter. So that mm. makes a huge difference because his his left arm is uh, so his right arm as a left-hander is going towards the target. So yeah, that's that's been the major plus there. Uh, just uh, some technical improvements and obviously with a length, so he's done well. And exactly. then obviously you have Siraj who's, who's come about like we were looking at that IPL and yeah, he used to be hit for lots of runs and now you see him <laughs> really work that. Yeah, I mean Siraj is now one of the premier bowlers uh, potentially in the world. Um, yes, a lot of people talk that his six wickets wasn't uh, kind of the best six wickets, but Still, he was swinging the ball a lot. Um, he got a few really good balls in there, you know, moving away from the batsman. Um, and they did give some of their wickets away, but he was always on them. And, and I think he's a very good bowler to have coming on the other end from Bumrah. 
because he's fast. He he gets the ball to move across uh, the left-handers or into the right-handers. Uh, just a very different type of bowler. And I think he's also gotten a lot smarter um, because uh, he bowls to a plan. Uh, you saw in the World Test Championship as well. Uh, he bowled to a plan. He always does what the captain wants. Um, you know, keeps things tight and surprisingly keeps things disciplined a lot more uh, since his IPL days. So even Mohamed Siraj, he's, uh, you know, a good opening bowler for India. I think he also feeds off that energy in the team. Like if you see someone like a Kohli is fiery, Siraj yeah. himself is fiery. Yeah. So it, it makes, it gives it gives him that fire. Like when once that fire is burning, he tends to bowl quicker, he tends to bowl better. So I think he's someone who needs that spark enlightened for him to do better. So Definitely. I think that's what we've seen. And that's why he's been so successful. Uh, exactly. And also, again, we we speak about the lengths. You notice Shaheen Shafridi bowling two full, Siraj is bowling back of a length. Yeah. And he's just trying to kiss the off stump or get them edged out. So, again, that matters quite a lot. Like, in, depending on the surface you play, that your length as a fast bowler needs to be spot on against yeah. batters of high caliber. Exactly. Well, maybe we just uh, pick our kind of five aside team of the tournament. What we're thought about is. Uh, you know, you pick your best batsman. We could keep our all-rounder, spinner, and fast bowler. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, I think we'll talk about the World Cup coming up uh, next time and also India-Australia series preview at, at a later time. But what's your kind of five-a-side team of the tournament? I think it'll be the so, same with both of us, to be honest. But <laughs> So, batsman, I'm going to go Gil. Uh, yeah. Keeper... Keeper does none of the keepers really performed apart from Rahul who played that game, so I'll go yeah. Rahul there. Yeah. Uh, my old rounder will be Pandya. Uh, yeah. I think that's still a pick. The spinner, it was between Valalage and uh, Kuldeep. Um, I'm gonna give the youngster the, the nod just because yeah. this was his first international experience, and my fast bowler will be Siraj because Bumrah didn't play enough. Yeah. Like he didn't play enough. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What's fair enough? So <laughs> I'm just gonna quickly. Uh, I think my batsman will have to be. Uh, let's go with. Uh, why don't we go with Kohli? Just you know, because getting some if, uh... runs back in the tournament, always a safe pick. Uh, and not many batsmen otherwise really stood out, to be honest. Everybody kind of did middling. No, Barbara scored, but maybe, he scored uh, against Nepal. Or, or actually, I'll give my batsman to Kusul Mendes, you know, uh, yeah. from Sri Lanka. He did quite well. Um, uh, wicketkeeper, I think I'll also go with KL, KL Rahul. Um, I think he did the best wicketkeeping work in this tournament. Uh, really smart. He took, some good, he took some good catches as well. Took some good yeah. catches as well. Uh, good stumpings, well kept to Kuldeep. Um, all rounder, I'll go with Wellalagi then. Uh, yeah, you know, scoring runs as a twenty-year-old and also taking a lot of wickets uh, changed the game. I think Shakib Shakib would even have a shout like 
he, yeah. he did pretty well as well, just exactly. as a shout, like shout out. But I think just because yeah. Sri Lanka went a bit deeper into the tournament, uh, when yeah. Lage gets my pick, spin, I'll I'll take Kuldeep for a spinner, yeah. um, for the obvious reasons we discussed. Uh, and fast bowler, hmm. Patirana has done quite well. Um, so yeah, either with him or Bumrah is my is my pick for for the fast bowlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. No, that's fair team fair choices. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think the final playing eleven should look like? And for um, India, how do you? Yeah, like if we were looking at so, first first game World Cup. First game World Cup. I think the eleven that should suit up. Rohit Sharma and Shubman Gill need to open. Right? Kohli is coming in at three. Uh, I think Rahul has done enough to come in at four. Uh, and then five. So we've got... Uh, Kishan Kishan. Kishan Kishan. Hardik Pandya. So six, what, yeah. We've got up till six now. Six. And we have five bowlers. I'll think about the bowlers first. Bumrah. Mohamed Siraj definitely playing. Um, Jadeja, Kuldeep, and then that, yeah, that, yeah the, that's one more the player. All rounder, the all-rounder between yeah. Anaksa Patel or Shardul Thakur. Yeah, I think Shardul Thakur gets my pick because I, I don't think Aksa Patel look completely convincing in his bowling. Uh, also, you'd have two left armors as well if you play Aksa yeah, Patel. So yeah. same, similar bowlers. Exactly. But I think uh, Shardul Thakur will get my pick in that sense. Uh, because though Akshar Patel's batted well, I don't think his bowling has been too effective uh, of late. So yeah, that would be my team. Uh, Shubman Gill, uh, Rohit Sharma, uh, Kohli, Rahul, Ishan Kishin, Hardik Pandya, Shardul Thakur, Jadeja, um, Kuldeep, Bumrah and Mohamed Siraj. Yeah, uh, and what do you think of the inclusion of Ashwin in this Australia series now? Does that make sense? Like, are they looking at him into the World Cup? I I do still think Ashwin will go into the World Cup side somehow. Oh, there's like, he won't play. He won't be. He will not. He won't be in the playing eleven, but he'll be in that squad. I reckon. Yeah, I, I see think, that. And I think, uh, I think the classic thing will happen is he won't start the tournament, but halfway through the tournament. Yeah. That, you know, they'll call the him in bowler. and he'll probably yeah. take like four wickets in that game. And then from then on, he'll just play for the rest of the tournament. And every Indian fan will be like, why didn't he just play from the start? Um, There's too much quality, to be honest. Like the variations <laughs> he has, like it just, I don't see, I don't see Jadeja being as effective. So, because yeah. his batting form's not there yet. So I'm just looking at that bit there. Exactly. And it's not I as mean, a replacement. We can't replace him, but like I'm no. looking at like Ashwin as just an option would give you more like like if yeah. if you're not gonna play Shardul Takur instead of an Axa, I would even play an Ashwin there. Oh, it yeah. just gives you a bit more. I mean Ashwin wasn't in my team because he wasn't in the squad, but given Ashwin yeah. being in the team, uh I mean Shardul Takur is definitely out and Ashwin is definitely in. Because uh, in the first game's in Chennai against Australia, yeah. so and Chennai <laughs> is his home. So yeah, there we so go. This is where so uh, Ashwin's gonna take like probably uh, 
let's say Ashwin will take 15 wickets in this Australia series, you know, five wickets a game, and he'll get in uh, to the World Cup squad. So, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm a big fan of Ashwin. I'm an off spinner myself. So, I mean, Ashwin always gets the nod. Um, why he's ever left out always baffles me. But yeah, if Ashwin is in the World Cup squad, then he's in my team over Shadal Tucker. Too yeah, much quality, and, uh, like you said. We, yeah, so what's your top four looking like if we're just... Obviously, the, there's a long time left, but what like just looking at the squads, looking at people's performances and form guide, who do you see the, as the top four? I think... So, India's done enough to be in that top four. I think... South Africa... I think we'll sneak in there as well now. Uh, England. I think England will just be there, but I don't know if they'll win the thing because I'm not convinced about England's spin bowling uh, or playing of spin. Um, like they had a game against New Zealand and Cardiff and just really bad against spin. Uh, what about Harry Brook? How are you looking at Harry Brook's situation? Like, I think he'll still be playing the first game in the World Cup. He yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Brook is definitely in. There's a no-brainer. There's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. You don't leave Harry yeah. Brook out. Um, and then the last team, I guess, um, I think whoever gets in form, if Australia pl- plays well against India, I'll say Australia. Otherwise, Pakistan is still always knocking on the door. So between those Australia and Pakistan. But let's go with Australia. Yes, it's, I think it's similar to mine, just that yeah. Australia, England and India are the top three favourites. Yeah. Like Then the fourth spots between New Zealand, Pakistan and South Africa, yeah. where I keep South Africa as the favourite for the fourth spot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think yeah. uh, that's been yes. a lot of discussion today. We, we even yeah. went a bit over time than what we thought we would. Um, yeah. And I actually have to get to work now, so... Um, yeah. but yeah thanks for joining us again thanks Jiggs that was a great discussion I think we have a lot to talk about and a lot of cricket coming up before the World Cup as well um, we'll definitely kind of do another podcast before the World Cup starts to just review all the series that are going to happen um, India, Australia England, Ireland you know uh, I'm not sure if the other teams are playing series. Yeah, New Zealand, yeah. Bangladesh and then uh, just before the World Cup I'll speak to you again. Yeah. No worries. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your time. <laughs>